Welcome to the OT Coaches Podcast. This is a podcast designed for occupational therapists that are interested in transitioning into the field of life coaching and also designed for those OTs interested in incorporating basic coaching skills into their therapy sessions. We will be discussing basic coaching principles, answer frequently asked questions regarding coaching competencies, training, and certification. We will also be interviewing guests that are using coaching strategies in their practice and will meet amazing OTs that have started their own businesses as coaches. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and empower occupational therapists who are interested in the field of personal and professional coaching to expand their scope of practice and to reach into all aspects of occupational therapy. If you are an OT and you're interested in coaching, this is your podcast. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the OT Coaches Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the differences between the medical model and the coaching model. And um, I'm hoping that you guys get a lot out of this uh, today. It was, for me, the biggest aha and the biggest breakthrough was beginning to think like a coach, not think like an occupational therapist, which was seriously one of the biggest challenges I've ever had in the um, training of, you know, getting trained as a coach and then having to like think this way. Um, but once I embraced it, it was, it was a game changer. So today's conversation, I'm really hoping that um, it really sparks a fire in starting to think like a coach and use the coaching model inside your therapy sessions, because it really does open up amazing possibilities for your patients, for your clients, and for anybody that you're working with. Um, students, if anybody listening to this is a teacher, you probably already know a lot of the basics of the coaching model because so much of it is um, taught in, in, you know, in teaching and coaching. So the first thing is in the medical model, you by nature are seen as the expert, okay? And by your very nature of being trained, being certified, licensed, credentialed, educated at the master's degree or doctorate degree level, you by default are seen as the expert, okay? So what does that mean? That means if some patient is coming to you for guidance, for therapy, for, you know, whatever intervention, they are expecting you to have the answers. And very often as the therapist, you bear the burden of having the answers, right? So that's literally like you're the you're the one with the challenge of quote unquote fixing this problem, right? So again, if a parent comes to you with a child that has an issue, or you're working with again a stroke patient, or a you know a total knee replacement, or a cardiac, or whatever, fill in the blank of the diagnosis. If that person is in front of you and you are quote unquote treating them, you are the one that has to bear the burden of having the answer to their problem. That is what happens when it's the medical model and you're seen as the expert, okay? So number one, if you're going into a session where you're evaluating somebody and the reason you're evaluating them is because you're trying to figure out, quote unquote, again, I say this like air quotes, right? But you're trying to figure out what's wrong and then where to build your goals and all the things, and you're the one going in with the treatment plan. So you're the one leading by, you know, again, having a diagnosis, having quote unquote something wrong, right? Um, 
and then you're the one evaluating and figuring things out and you're the one that's the expert and you're coming to the session with the intervention. So you're the one leading and guiding and providing the answers and providing the education and providing the training where you're the one pretty much in the driver's seat of that session. That is the medical model. Okay. With the medical model, again, you're the one that's expected to have the answers because you're the expert. Okay. It's kind of a little bit hierarchical, meaning the patient's looking up to you for the answer. Okay. And very often, um, you very often like work harder than your client, right? You're the one coming up with the treatment plans, coming up with the ideas, bringing all the toys to the session, bringing all the supplies to the session, right? Or whatever it is, you're the one coming. And even if you're in mental health, a lot of times it's not toys or whatever, but you're the one coming up with the agenda, okay? In the medical model, you're the authority figure, you're the expert, you're the one driving and leading the session, okay? By contrast, the coaching model is exactly the opposite. The coaching model is you are not an expert. The coaching model is you are an equal partner. And now that sometimes can rock your world, right? Because I know it rocked my world. Well, what do you mean I'm an equal partner? I'm getting trained and certified to be a coach. Aren't I supposed to have the answers? And the answer is no, actually. No, not at all. So as a coach in the coaching model, you are an equal partner. You are not above your person, your client, okay? You are an equal partner, okay? The other big distinguishing factor with coaching is you're not going in from a starting point of something is wrong, okay? So the starting point is always a level of function. It's always a level of nothing is wrong, there is nothing broken, and there is nothing to fix. Now that in and of itself can rock our worlds as therapists because we're sort of trained literally to go in and figure out what's wrong, what has to get fixed, what has to get handled. You know, we come in flying in with our capes, right, to fix and, you know, fix the day and, and, and be heroes. Um, but in coaching, it's a different kind of being a hero, okay, because you are an equal partner and you're not there because something's broken and something to fix. By complete contrast, you are totally focusing on it, the strengths of your client. Okay. You're, you're looking at what is right, what is going well, what are the patterns you are a facilitator of change, right? So rather than being the person that's bearing this burden of having to have all of the answers, the burden as a coach, and it's not really a burden at all, but the, the, the task of the coach is to ask questions. It's to ask questions, it's to make observations, it's to facilitate change. Because ultimately with a coaching model, your client is the one that's doing the work. You're not doing the work. Your client is doing the work. You're the one asking the questions, making the observations. You might be providing some tools for them to figure things out, but ultimately they're the ones that are figuring it out. You're not figuring it out, okay? So the burden is actually on the client, not on you. Your role entirely is to guide and facilitate the conversation, okay? The other interesting thing about the coaching model is you as the coach do not have the agenda. It's the client that has the agenda. So in any coaching session, when you're meeting up with a client, 
It's the client that tells you what they want to work on for that day. It's their agenda that always comes first, not yours as the coach. The coach's job is to listen, to hear, to be present, to ask questions, to facilitate, okay? And you're sort of in this dance. Um, it might sound silly to use that word, but it's this beautiful conversation that's this partnership that it's in that space. It's in the space of the conversation that you as the coach, you are holding space for your client to have their own breakthrough, to have their own answers, to figure out what is their next step, to figure out what will solve the problem, okay? Now, again, in the last podcast, I made the distinction of a skills-based coach and a process-based coach, okay? So in process-based coaching, which is the way life coaching is structured, you are always coaching the person, you're not coaching the problem, right? Where with occupational therapy, the main model is essentially we are looking at the problem. We're like, okay, here's a task that this patient can't do or this client can't do this task. So what can we modify? What can we adapt? How can we change things around that they can do this task, right? With coaching, when somebody can't do the task, we're not entirely focused on the task. We're focused on them. We're focusing on their mindset, their, you know, uh, the narrative that they have of themselves, of what they're saying to themselves. We're focusing on their mindset, their heart set, their resources. So we're entirely focused on that person, not the problem, right? And what ends up happening is with the coaching model, when you are focusing on the person and you are building up that person and helping that person get incredibly clear on what their next steps are and what their resources are, suddenly that problem that was really, really big, suddenly it becomes, not suddenly, it's not always suddenly, sometimes it's suddenly, but often it's over time. The problem becomes smaller and smaller and smaller as your client becomes bigger and bigger and bigger, right? So now that big problem that they came with you and they can't figure out and they're really stuck, now suddenly they're not stuck anymore because you have coached the person, not the problem. So what that means is as a coach, again, you don't have the burden on you to quote unquote fix anything. You're there to hold space, okay? So just to recap, with the medical model, you are going in as the expert, okay? The medical model is you're the expert, you're going in evaluating, you're the one prescribing, you're the one bearing the burden to fix the problem, to have the answers to save the day, okay? Um, and very often, again, we, we carry that very heavily as therapists because we, we, you know, we want to make a difference, right? So there's this big, heavy experience of like having to, you know, work. So we're the ones doing the work, right? The coaching model, by contrast, is you are not an expert. You are an equal partner, okay? You are not the one guiding the session. The, the client is guiding the session. Your job is to facilitate a conversation where the client is having the experience where they are able to figure out their own answers and their own next steps, okay? So coaching model is you're an equal partner. Medical model is you are the expert, okay? Ultimately, yes, you can you can do both in the medical model. So in other words, if you are using coaching techniques inside the medical model, it's always a good idea to sort of ask permission with your client because if they're sort of looking at you 
waiting for you to give them the answer. Okay. You can have a conversation to say, Hey, do you want to play with an, uh, you know, a, a technique here? I believe deep in my heart that you have the answer. You can figure this out. So let's start with that. And then you can ask some questions and make some observations of your client. Now we can get into more details of techniques and things in, in other podcast episodes. But for now, I wanted to leave each of you with the um, option to pull out the coaching model mindset while you're in your therapy sessions, okay? Um, and the other thing is just real quick, I can answer this question because this is a very frequently asked question. When does therapy end and when does coaching begin? Okay. So real quick, and then we're going to do, I'm going to do a whole other episode on just that, uh, at another time. But for now, if you are working again in the medical model where you've evaluated somebody, you have provided all the interventions, you've now gotten to the point where you're ready to discharge your client. And the reason you're discharging your client is because they have met all of their goals. They have met all of their goals, not because insurance cut them off. Okay but because they have genuinely and legitimately, they have reached all of their therapy goals, okay? And now they are standing on this platform of like, okay, now what? What's next? I have met my therapy goals. You're no longer in the medical model, quote unquote. Now you're in the coaching model where you can go forward inside the coaching model, okay? I'll use a quick example of, and I'll just use a generic example, okay? But let's say somebody had a stroke and they were, say, in a hospital, then they went to outpatient or whatever, and they have met all of their therapy goals, okay? They've been discharged from their goals. They still might have a little bit of a chronic issue here or there with maybe walking or some cognitive things or whatever, but they have reached their goals in therapy, okay? Insurance is no longer covering anything else. You have gotten to the point where they're, you know, they've met everything. At that point forward, okay, if their goals going forward are not inside the medical model, okay, like they've had their stroke and it was five years ago that they had their stroke, okay, but now they're, you know, they have too much time on their hands or they're bored during the day or, you know, they want to start dating again or they want to be able to do more things for their child's, I don't know, baseball team or something like that, okay, and they have these other goals that they want to reach, and they're bigger, broader, more amazing sort of like, again, life enrichment type of goals, right? Quality of life type of goals. Theoretically, as occupational therapists, based on our training, we should be able to cover all of that, okay? All of that. But what ends up happening is the medical model, we reach a ceiling and then like we're suddenly not able to do that inside and underneath the medical model. My biggest passion is that OTs are out there working as coaches to help these people in our communities that desperately need coaching, desperately need coaching to get back out there and to have incredible, fulfilling lives to, you know, to volunteer, to get involved in whatever it is that they want to get involved with. Okay. And that's just one example of like somebody that had a stroke. There are so many types of examples. I'll give you one more, just quick off the top of my head. Um, another model again, where in the beginning, it might be a, a coaching, I'm sorry, it's a medical model in the beginning. Okay, we'll use the example, say, of somebody with an addiction. Okay, this is another great example. Somebody with an addiction, say they are addicted to drugs or alcohol, and they're in a detox program. 
Um, and you as the OT are evaluating them and looking at their ADLs and their occupational performance and all that. And you're working with them underneath the medical model, right? You have goals, you have tasks that you're doing. It might be a group therapy, cognitive behavioral, whatever. You're working with them underneath the medical model in that setting. It might even be an IOP or an outpatient program, but you're working with somebody that's got say active addiction and they are actively learning how to be sober, how to be clean, like all those things, right? Then at some point, they get to the point where they are pretty solid, right? They are sober. They are clean. They might have time under their belt. They might have, say, six months clean, a year clean, two years clean, five years clean, whatever it is. But they are now just dealing with just life, okay? They're dealing with, again, getting themselves organized. They want to have, you know, again, a greater quality of life. They, they might be interested, again, in say taking a, I don't know, um, oh my God, I'm just using random examples here, but they might say want to be getting a, a, a promotion at their job, or they might want to change their job, or they might want to like begin exploring other leisure activities. Um, or again, dating, relationships, uh, career stuff, right? There's so many different types of occupations, leisure things. There's so many different types of occupations that you can now begin building in from a coaching model where, again, the medical model is in the past. They have done the medical model. They have reached their goals. They're now sort of on solid ground. And now it's time for them to take their life to the next level. They want to have a greater and deeper quality of life. That is the coaching model. That's where coaching can really come in, where you're there as a partner, asking them questions, making observations, challenging them, stretching them, getting them past their fear, getting them past their doubts and insecurities, right? All of that is the coaching model, okay? So there's so many things that we can do as therapists out there in the world, as coaches out there in the world, right? We are the original life coaches, okay? So again, from a medical model standpoint, a medical model is wonderful and beautiful. And I encourage you, if you are in that model, please keep doing it because it's amazing and we need OTs in that model. But if you're starting to think about, hmm, how can I incorporate coaching? That's how I want you to begin to think. It's like, okay, after the medical model's over and that's complete and that's done, how can I then begin to work with these same people under the coaching model or work with, um, you know, again, like from a parent standpoint too, that's a whole other uh, podcast right there. But from a, say, coaching the parents, coaching, coaching, um, coaching around quality of life ultimately. Okay. So final, final on this topic, medical model for the most part brings people from dysfunction, brings them to a point of function medical model, something's wrong. You're going in there to diagnose it. There's a diagnosis usually attached. Okay. You're going in there prescribing a solution. That's the medical model. Coaching model, you are an equal partner. You are not going in there to fix or change anything. You are there to facilitate the client growing into their best version of themselves. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the OT Coaches Podcast. For more information, please visit seedsofchangecoaching.com or check out the OT Coaches Facebook group in Facebook. Thank you and make it a great day. Thank you.